Welcome to Pretty Please Paris, your passport to living well in Paris. I'm your host for today, Elizabeth, and I'm here with... I'm Andy. And I'm Tioka. And today we have our, our three signature segments. We'll start up with what are we drinking or slash eating this week or today. And uh, then we go to our main segment, which is all about holidays in Paris and how it might have changed your way of celebrating when we moved here. And then we go to our last segment, Bizu Bizu, which are special tips and recommendations for things here in Paris to enjoy. So let us start with what we are drinking today. Tioko, what about you? Okay, so I do have this request to say that I'm drinking my chai again, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yesterday, today I've moved on. Um, So I love making my chocolate drink. (laughs) So I made my chocolate drink again um, using just pure cacao um, that you can find quite easily in Paris. Um, and also mixing in a little bit of matcha with that and you either almond milk or rice milk. And I find it super good, but I must say, because it is the holiday season, I'm cheating a little bit. I'm putting in four, um, morsels of 70% chocolate. So that adds a little bit of sweetness and makes the chocolate a little bit thicker. They heat all of that up for about 30 seconds in the microwave. It's delicious. Wow. I have a question. I came back, I came over something the other day. I think it was a New York Times cooking. They said, uh, if you don't have Dutch chocolate, you can use regular cocoa. Does anyone know what Dutch chocolate is? Uh, there's this thing called Dutch processed Dutch chocolate. Yeah, and it has to do with the way that they make the chocolate or it mm-hmm. doesn't have aluminum or it has aluminum or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen the other thing. I've only seen, I think, Dutch process. Um, in, in the U.S., we can quite easily get the – in fact, I think the only thing available in the U.S. is the cacao with the alkali. Is that the aluminum that we can do? Maybe that's it, yeah. yeah. And um, my uh, – because I grew up with that. I didn't know any differently. Um, and it used to freak my boyfriend at the time, now husband, out. He's like, what is it? It's absolutely nothing. It, it was that, that ingredient, that alkali, that really drove him crazy. And he could taste it. He could taste it. He could definitely, okay. definitely taste it. Huh. Um, so, and in France, yeah. do they sell that? No, I don't think so. Oh, how bizarre. I don't think so. Um, in France, if we can't get Barry's chocolate, um, then we'll go for Van Houten. And I know in the U.S. sometimes you can find the Van Houten brand. Um, yeah, I think we usually have the Van Houten. That's just like the most basic brand you get here. That's right. Exactly, that you get here. It's kind of our equivalent of uh, probably being excommunicated, but um, like, you know, Hershey's chocolate. Right. Yeah. And it's got a Dutch name, so I assume that it's Dutch process. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, well, what I, about you, I, Andy? I'm drinking. Um, so as you, anyone who knows my voice can hear, I've got this little tiny voice today. And so I'm trying to soothe it um, with something that I really, really like. It's, I just sort of picked it up um, on a, just it was like one of the, what do they call those, uh, those per impulse purchase. Um, it's a tisane de Noël that I got at Naturalia, mm. which is just near me. And it is um, cinnamon and melisse, I guess melisse is um, lemon balm. Mm. And it is so good. Um, so it has that Christmassy taste, you know, with cinnamon and, and things like that. But uh, the lemon balm is very, um, 
Very nice. It looks like there's raspberry leaves. I didn't know you could eat raspberry leaves. Licorice, which I don't taste at all in this. Um, cloves, love it. And and orange peels. So it's it's pretty good. And also it doesn't taste like, I, I don't like a lot of those tea brands that are taste like potpourri. I think this is actually really, it's, they're not, it's not oils. It's, uh, these are the real leaves. I can see them. So <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's good. Is Christmas tea something that we have in the States? Like it is very common here and in the UK as well to have I have things marketed as Christmas tea and they usually have like orange and cinnamon in them, you know? Yeah. I I don't know. But it, for me, I, I, I do associate these um, fragrances with Christmas. Um, when I was a kid, they, we would have like candles. Oh, yeah, it's just I'm just going to squeeze this in. There's something called bayberry candles, mm. and I cannot wait to figure out what that smells like because my sisters told me that we used to have those as a kid, and they're typically New England. Huh? I've uh, never heard of that. And they're made. They're candles made from vegetable wax. Um, the, huh. the the pilgrims or early colonial people didn't have uh, beeswax easily, and they would use these local berries that they would find by you know, wherever they were in New England, um, and there are bayberry leaves and they would melt them down and it takes, you know, it's a huge long process and I, and, uh, you can't get them in Europe. So I'm, if you can get bayberry leaves this winter, enjoy because <laughs> they're special. Yeah. Now I, now I really want to know what they smell like. I know. I think they smell like Christmas. My sister said <laughs> if I smelled them, I would associate it right away with Christmas because they're pretty expensive, you know, mm-hmm. like a household wouldn't have those lit all year long. They might, mm. they're this light celery green color. Okay. Well, that's a nice Christmas tradition. There we go. Yeah. And nice speaking little, of. <laughs> little, uh, something to hunt for over the next week in Paris. That's right. Yeah, we're going to transition to, into our main segment here since we're about a week out from the Christmas Holiday and talk about our, our traditions and how they might have changed since moving to France. I, as you guys know, I mean, I grew up Jewish and I did not really celebrate Christmas growing up. Um, in my house, my mom's house, we did not celebrate it at all. We celebrated Hanukkah, did not have a Christmas tree. We didn't, you know, do any of that. Um, occasionally I would go to my dad's house and he had a tree, but most of the time it was just, um, it's not something I particularly missed because it was, you know, a, a lot of Jewish people around me and, hey, I got eight presents, you know, so I wasn't suffering or anything. But when I moved to France and, you know, with my husband, who is a goy, as we say, <laughs> with love, um, he's, Christmas is a really big deal in his family. It was like the only time that family got together. And so I was basically thrown into the Christmas deep end, <laughs> although I, I did resist getting a tree for a really long time. Yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> and looking back, it was kind of, I was, I don't know why I resisted so much. It just seems like very Christian to me, even though it's kind of a pagan symbol. But I just said, okay, well, if you want one, you you do it. And guess what, you guys? It didn't get done. So <laughs> we, <laughs> we didn't have a tree until we had kids. Because if you have um, kids in the French school system, I, I mean, December, no matter what your religion, it's all about Noel and Père Noel. It's something that's kind of been divided from its religious, uh, you know, uh, origins, and they've tried to really make it a very secular holiday that all kids can enjoy, which, which is a good thing in a way, but it was very strange for me because that wouldn't happen in an American school. Or if you did talk about Christmas, you'd have to talk about other religions as well. Mm. 
But, uh, you know, it's just cruel to not give uh, kids a Christmas tree, I feel like, when they're, it's all they get at school. So we did finally <laughs> crack and get the Christmas tree. And now I love it. I think it's beautiful and we really like decorating it. Yeah, it's nice. It is a nice symbol. Um, in my children's old school that was non secular, they also chose to put a Christmas tree up. They said it was cultural. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah. That's what they say here. Mm. And uh, so I so my experience of Christmas is very French. You know, I have all the more French traditions about like it's celebrated here usually the night before and not mm. Christmas Day. And we have all the traditional Foods, which uh, at least in his family are like oysters and foie gras, mm-hmm. like that's Christmas food, and and Christmas cookies. Like my mother in law, you know, before she became too much for her, she would just make these. She's from the Alsace Lorraine region, which is in the east, and they have this. Their Christmas cookie game is strong. You know, they have very traditional cookies. They call bredele, which are these like or spritz, which are you you make them using this almost like a meat grinder, like those old Play-Doh machines you'd have where you'd stick Play-Doh in and then you had different like um, pochoir, like different kind of, I don't know how to describe it, like stencils almost yeah. you put over. Like cutouts. You, like cutouts and you like turn the handle and they come out in different shapes. Wow. So when she went to the nursing home, she gave me her oh. her, her amazing uh, grind, cookie grinder machine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I have been using the past few years to make her recipe. And it's, it takes like all day, but it's really fun. And it's, it definitely feels like Christmas when we're doing that in the house all together. I love Um, that. I love that you like adopted this tradition as basically your husband's tradition. Mm -hmm. And um, also it must imagine like if you were Christian and you're moving into this French, uh, you know, family tradition that, that could prove to be a struggle, I guess, you know, cause you, you're both coming in, you're, you're in any family, probably not even just French American could be any, right? Two families coming together. No, that's not what we do. <laughs> that's not. No, it's true. And, and he's actually very lucky because we never really argue about what family we're going to be in for Christmas. Right. Although, I mean, at times of me, I would really have loved to have gone back to the US and, and been with my family, at least the part of it that celebrates Christmas, but mm-hmm. we never do. I mean, we've, we're always in his family because mm-hmm. it's a really big deal to them. So, Tioka, what about you? What has your experience have been of the holidays since you've been here? Pretty low key. I mean, in the U.S., um, uh, I'm an only child, and so I would always go home and spend the holiday with my my parents. And um, it was small celebration, but it was definitely something that we did as a family unit. Um, here in Paris, I don't have kids, and it's just the two of us, so it's a really low key event. Um, we go all out for dinner because we don't really do that much in terms of gifts. So definitely the foie gras, the oysters, champagne, caviar. I mean, whatever we can do, we just do it because why not? Although last year we ended up falling asleep after like the first bottle of champagne. We just didn't handle <laughs> it at all. Um, I'm hoping this year we we do a little bit better. But we go to some of our favorite um merchants and just order our favorites. So that's our way of indulging. And in Paris, you can find a lot of really good favorites. There's a Japanese um, patissier who makes an excellent fusion of Japanese and French style pastries. Um, Aoki, 
And oh, I know. There's one in Sioux Friend there. And, and still in Sioux Friend. His to. macaroons are great. He's kind of famous for those. Um, he'll do like green tea or sesame uh, macaroons. But he also does um, the traditional French opera cake, that sort of layered cake, but he does it with chocolate and matcha. Super good. Um, And so we usually order one of those. And I love that idea of fusion, just including that as kind of a tradition for the holidays. That way it's neither too French, neither too American. It's just something in between that you just create. Things that give you pleasure and that are special, right? That mark the occasion. That sounds good. I I know Aoki, is it, how do you say it? Aoki? A-O-K-I. I I remember they had, they used to have, I don't know if they still do, a palette. It looks like a palette in like a little metal box and Mm -hmm. with colored uh, chocolates. Uh, So it looks like, yeah, watercolor box. It's really mixed. Nice. Yeah. And they're in the seventh? Um, There's one on Vaugirard. There's um, one actually around the corner from me. Um, So there's a couple, there's one in the sixth, one in the seventh. Um, I think there's one near Montparnasse. You can get it inside Gallery Lafayette, I believe, but my inclination is always to go for the smaller um, the smaller stores where the ingredients are likely to be a little bit more fresh. Uh, he also makes a really good green tea ice cream and um, sesame ice cream, if anybody's interested. <laughs> now we know the secret of being into yoga. Yes. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Chocolate and ice cream. <laughs> Not once have you ever promoted spinach and no, <laughs> no. it's part of it. You know, you you focus on the on the the chocolate, and then there's lunch too, and there's breakfast. You could put all the good stuff in those other meals. Sign me up. <laughs> um, so let's see. So uh, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, so I too have married a non-Christian, so I was able to sort of. Um, uh, reinvent Christmas on my terms um, in a new country. So um, <clears throat> uh, we have a tradition that the four of us love. My kids are grown now. Um, and uh, because on Christmas Day, I am usually so tired. <laughs> I just don't, and nobody in my family really enjoys turkey, which would be what I had as a kid. Um, also, I was in a family of seven. I grew up in a family of seven, and now I'm. we're just four. Um, so we came up with something that everyone loves every year. We have fondue <laughs> oh, and, uh, so I go to the cheese shop, uh, and wit, and they mix up the cheeses for us. And then, um, they rent out the, actually it's free, but the, you need to order it. Uh, so no one else rents it out <clears throat> and you get the, you know, the, they call it like the fondue machine, but there's no, you know, it's just a hot pot with a light underneath. And, uh, and it's really fun, you know, because it's this sort of like, you know, you're uh, supposedly when you, when you, when you dip your bread into the cheese and if you drop the cube of bread into the, uh, into the, you know, melted cheese, you're, you're, um, you, you have to do a truth or dare. (laughs) So so it's really fun and uh, it's not something that we would do every day. So yeah, we, we really enjoy that. Um, I love the idea of making up your own tradition. Yeah. And I love the fondue idea. That's a good one. Hmm, we might have to borrow that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just like easy to do, you know, just, um, and, uh, and like I said, it's fun. So um, one year it was so hot though, that we did it. Uh, we had a terrace at the time. We did it outside. It was so hot. <laughs> we couldn't do it inside. <laughs> 
Um, but here in Paris? Yeah, here in Paris. Wow. Yeah, it was a couple, like three or four years ago. Was, Christmas was really, really hot, and it was too hot to have fondue inside, so we went outside. Mm-hmm. It was just great. Um, but I just wanted to mention, too, that I remember, uh, you know, I still do indulge in all the beautiful things that are in the shops right now, um, whether it's on Christmas Day or not. And uh, I was in Bonne Epicerie, which is part of uh, the Bon Marché. No, Grande Epicerie. Yeah, uh, beautiful store, yeah. And uh, this guy was giving out samples of uh, uh, Parmesan with truffles in mm. it. Mm. it so good. And I asked him, I said, now, are you here all year long or is this just Christmas? And he said, oh, no, 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 madam. Uh, this is just Christmas time. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. What about the rest of the year? He's like, oh, no, no, no. Only Christmas time. He said, if you know, if you have this all year long, you won't appreciate it. Yeah, I think that goes along with the like the oysters foie gras thing, right? It's like yeah, oh, there's certain things you all year you, you can't. I mean, even the idea of eating it um, on New Year's Eve, like just <laughs> it, that's it, that's extreme. Yeah. Um, kind of doing it uh, so close together, but that's definitely it's once a year kind of thing, and then that's enough. Yeah, I mean, I understand that as the consumer. But isn't that funny that the the person selling it, it was a guy from, I don't know, Southwest uh, France. And he was, you know, I just sort of loved that, that he really liked his product. And uh, it, it also creates kind of demand and creates right. a mystique, I think. Yeah. But it's true. I, I mean, I like that some things are only available at certain times of year, like marron glacé, which I'm not a huge fan of, right. which are these like... Um, what do you like? Candied chestnuts? Yeah. Is that what they are? Yeah. But you and even chocolate truffles, you can only get around Christmas time here. Yeah. I think it goes back to seasons. Uh, we've said in the past uh, episodes too, right? You know that, that it just. I, I I do like that uh, marking seasons and um, you know whether they be with fruits and vegetables or you know leaves falling trees um, or yeah Christmas products and it's nice. Yeah. And even um, one of the scents that I associate with this time of year, uh, with all of the um, fruit stands that are just along the sort of neighborhood streets that smell like freshly opened tangerines or clementines, I guess. Mm -hmm. That around this time of year is just so nice. The smell of fresh clementines on like on fingertips. It's just a lovely reminder of this December time. There's another thing you can get in France is lychee. Sorry, uh, excuse me. <laughs> but lychees are um, always available in the winter here. Um, That's right. It's true. And the, another big uh, holiday tradition, which I d- haven't done this year for various reasons, is going by the big department stores and looking in their windows. I don't know if you saw at the Bon Marché, Andy. No, I haven't have seen this, it this year. It's a, it's a real big deal here. There's just two or three, uh, what they call Grand Magasin, which are these big department stores, and the uh, reveal of their Christmas displays in their windows, which are always kind of animated and have maybe puppets or uh, special effects or whatever. You know, it's a, it's a really big deal here. And it's really, when you have... Not even when you just have kids. I think a lot of people just do yeah, it. It's, right. a, it's a, sort of an annual trek to go see what the windows are going to be like right. this year. They even year. have a little staircase for the little ones so they, mm-hmm. <laughs> they can, so they can see. step up and see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't have uh, – it's pretty rare to see a Santa Claus, right? I mean, you know, where you just bring your kid to have a photo with Santa Claus. That's oh, wow. pretty rare. They have, they have them. Um, but them. yeah, I would say like the windows is a bigger deal. Yeah, I think almost. so too. Yeah. The and they are spectacular. 
I actually haven't seen a, a Santa Claus that you would get a photo with here. They have that? Uh, they do in some of the malls, okay. but again, the malls are not necessarily in the center of the of the city. Right. Yeah, and it's very scattered. Like there's one at the little Centre Commercial near me, but mm-hmm. he's not there all the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, on Inspirel, uh, we have in the past published an article oh. uh, where you can see Santa. And it's probably, it's, it is still up on the site, but obviously this year because of COVID, it's, I don't think many people are doing it, if at all. Mm, right. So we didn't, we did not update that article. But if anyone is interested, you can go on Inspirel and our holiday, uh, we have a big article about things to do over the holidays and it includes where you can find Santa. Ah, good to know. Oops. Well, if uh, unless anybody has any other Christmas memories they want to share, I guess we'll move on to our latest se- segment, which is our Bizu Bizu, uh, things that we are enjoying and recommending this week. Uh, Tioka, what do you have? Well, I guess I would just um, encourage people to look for places like Aoki, where it's a blending of cultures. I mean, that's kind of our, our thing at Pretty Please Paris, we're sort of a blend of cultures. And this patisserie, um, Aoki does a beautiful job of that. I'm sure um, even in the U.S. or wherever you are, you can find these little places that kind of bring the best of two worlds together. So I would just encourage people to look for that in this holiday time. That's a really good idea. What about you, Andy? So um, mine is, it's uh, yeah, it's not a particular thing. It's more of event. I'm very proud of myself. Uh, time will tell whether or not uh, I actually pull it off, but uh, my kids, adult kids, will be back uh, next week from the 20, is it, yeah, next week, 20 to the 24th, uh, no, up until Christmas Day. And uh, so I was thinking, hmm, let's try to make every day, you know, kind of fun. So I was like, okay, so what I'll do is have like a little tea time or cocktail time. <laughs> so one day we'll have a uh, uh, blue Christmas and I'll have poke bowls and, um, and I've, what did I come up with? Oh yeah. So yeah, blue Christmas, it'll be uh, Elvis Presley, of course, uh, Christmas music and uh, poke bowls and some kind of fruit drink. And I'd like to, it to be in a pineapple or a coconut, <laughs> maybe some crushed ice and pineapple juice or something like that. Mm. Um, then I have my Good Jolly Good Fellows, <laughs> which will be um, Italian style, so wine and meatballs. And then I come, came up with three Majmen, um, uh, uh, sort of uh, my husband's uh, Iranian, so the three Magi are, you know, come from the East. So um, I thought we could do some, you know, like saffron flavors and uh, I don't know, maybe I haven't come up with the, what we'll be serving for that, but I do. <laughs> So that's three days, and then and then the fourth would be the twenty fourth. So that'll be Christmas uh, Eve. So that's I'd say uh, because you know we're isolated and it's not going to be like other Christmases because yeah it'll just be the four of us. And um, I decided to go hard on the uh, the meal, like you you were saying, uh, Tioka, and uh, maybe not so much on the presents, but just like on being together and really take that into. Take stock of that. Oh, that sounds great. I love that way of kind of savoring and making each day count and special. It's such a fun idea. You're so creative. Yeah, like I said, the the idea is there. Whether I'll really do it, we'll (laughs) let you know. Yeah, I want to see the the recipes and the pictures. Okay. (laughs) 
Well, uh, my bisou bisou this week is something I mentioned in passing, and that is uh, Christmas time chocolate truffles. And so I don't know about other places in Europe and in France, the chocolate truffle is something, it's not, not just a filled chocolate. It's a very particular, it's like very dark chocolate covered with a sort of uh, layer of, of cocoa, right? Yeah. And there are these balls and they're very, very rich, not too sweet. And I really recommend getting some to share at Christmas time and going to your local chocolate shop, not a chain, you know, because they, well, first of all, it's great to support your local businesses right now, but also I think it's just the quality is, is much better than what you're going to get if something that's, you know, uh, packaged and industrial. Mm. And a good chocolate truffle is just so amazing. Yeah. There's a lot and of I, good chocolate shops in France too. I don't think that's yeah. something that's very well known, right? Brussels, you know, Belgium chocolate is something, Swiss chocolate, but I really like the French chocolate. I do too, especially the, the dark chocolate yeah, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah, I do too. I think people here are quite um, passionate about their chocolates. Um, and there are some award-winning chocolatiers. Um, and maybe in one of the upcoming episodes, we can give you our favorites. Mm. That's a good idea. We'll have an all-chocolate episode. Yeah, that'd be Ooh, great. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Looking Stop forward to that. Stop the mics. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us this week, everyone. If you have any suggestions or topics you want to hear covered, why not shoot us an email at uh, prettypleaseparis at gmail.com. If you want to help the show, you can rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And follow us on Instagram, prettypleaseparis. And that's it for us. We will see you in the new year, right? We hope everyone has a very happy holiday, joyeux Noël and bonne fête and all that. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you soon. Bisous, bisous. 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 <laughs> Bye. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays.